Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the full-time Reds from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav and it's Rangers 1, Liverpool 7 from Ibrox tonight. Emmett will be joining me um, in the next 10 minutes or so uh, because he said he'd come on. Chris and Kev couldn't hold an nerve any longer after a run of defeats. Um, so I stepped in and when I step in, um, we win 7-1. So that's great, isn't it? Um, listen. An awful lot to go through in that game. How bad Liverpool were with 25 minutes. How they got themselves back into it and ahead. And then how they just tore Rangers apart um, as the game went on. People will take that with a pinch of salt. The fact that it was Rangers. And that's absolutely fine. But there was bits in that game where I looked and went, mm, that looks a bit more like us. And little things went right. And, we, and our attitude changed. And I think... Um, I think it's a really good win. A really, really good win for Liverpool. If you haven't hit the like button yet, please hit it. Um, hit it there. If you're watching and you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button as well. Um, all good. If you can do them, that's absolutely perfect. And we have got your comments up on screen as we are while we're live tonight. So I'll read out as many as I can as I go along. Um, throw whatever you can in there because I'm going to need them in the next 10, 15 minutes before I can actually talk to Emma, but do you know what, we'll go, we'll start where we always start, and that's the lineup. and um, me and Keith done a preview show last night, I think we were a mile off, I think we had Alisson, we had Gomez, Canate, Van Dijk, Simakas, we weren't too sure on what the midfield might be, he went with Fabinho and Henderson, we might have had that, um, but then up front, I thought it was going to be Jota left, Salah Roy, Firmino behind Diaz, I thought he was going to go really strong, but he doesn't, he puts Carvalho and Elliot in there, he keeps Firmino in behind Nunes, and that was absolutely, did I say Diaz a second ago, um, he puts he puts Firmino in behind um, Nunes, and you know what, um, it's, I was, I'm not saying I was a bit concerned, but I was like, are we taking this a little bit too lightly with those changes, just, just the wide areas, um, I thought he'd go for an experienced player, one experienced player at least in the wide areas, but he did, he, he didn't, he went, he went with, um, Carvalho and, and Elliot, and it turns out to be a really, really, um, important life for both of them on different levels. Um, let me read out some of your comments where we go. Jesus, Gav, pulling rank when we win big. No, that's not true. Um, I was doing tonight, um, in fairness, Chris had something on tonight, um, which, and he told me about a week ago, which is cool. Kev's internet is acting up all day. So we decided that I was going to do it on my own, but Emma is available from quarter past 10. So I'm only messing, I'm only slagging when I say that the lad lost an nerve and, and dropped the full time red show. They haven't. Arsenal for Lice is quite a thumping. It was in the end. Um, but there was bits and pieces there. Um, there was bits and pieces there that you could look at and go, still needs to improve. Where was this on Sunday? Are we talking about Arsenal for Life asked, where was this on Sunday? Are we talking about the lines that should have been drawn on the pitch? Um, I don't know. Nobody has, still hasn't found the lines. In fairness, God, four days in a row, mate, you're going to be the new YouTube logo at this rate. You have done a lot of shows, haven't you? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think I'm back on tomorrow. I think I'm on Friday as well with the lads. And I'll be back on Sunday. So is the quad back on? Was it ever off? Jake? Jake asks, is the quad still um, on? I don't know if it was ever off. Um, so, um, no, it's definitely on. Um, definitely on. We're going to win everything now again. Everything. Um, 
Let me see, let me see. Uh, a one nil down, Kevin Brackey called in sick. No, I've explained that. I've explained that, in fairness to them. Um, let me see. Was benching Salah supposed to be a rocket or just resting him for CE as Cormac? No, definitely resting him. He's, he's 100% playing against City even then. He goes out and does that tonight. And look, you have to look at who he's, we scored the goals against tonight. You have to look at that in a certain thing. But Firmino keeping up good form. Salah coming on and get a hat-trick. And Chris sent me something there earlier. He's seen that apart from Steven Gerrard and Steve Staunton, he's only the third player to ever come off the bench and score a hat-trick for Liverpool, which is um, cool, isn't it? That's a really good start. Um but look, it's definitely rotation. Um, he looked to rest a couple of players going into that City game on Sunday, which is absolutely fine, I suppose. You know, I just expected to maybe rest one less, which then again, if you rested one less, you're probably only resting one, aren't you? When you look at the team that was out there tonight. Um, brilliant result uh, for the up-and-coming games is Archie Dillon. The, yeah, Archie Dillon, fair play to you, Gav. Uh, the Lions. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting to see if Arsenal for Life is talking about the Lions. DVD was shocking again, by the way, says William Henry. We'll get on to that. Um I'm going to go through a couple of players that looked a bit off and a bit nervous. Um, Mohammed says, I love seeing your head on the channel, Gaff. Love all the boys and girls, but you're definitely the best. Now, listen, people are going to accuse you of being related to me by saying stuff like that. But thanks a million. I'm on too much. I'm on too much. I'm being honest. It's um, it's just the way this week has fallen. I, I usually try to take a couple of nights off to do other stuff. Um, work-related, but um, it's just the way it's fallen this week that I've been on. Um, but look, the lineup, the lineup, um, you know, the, the back four picked itself. The goalkeeper obviously picks itself. There was a talk in midfield, and I thought it might be, I actually thought it would be Thiago and Fabinho, but you could make argument for leaving any of them out for different reasons. I think Fabinho's being very poor, so he's probably played him to try to get him into a bit of form. I think Henderson's form has dropped game on game for me over the last five or six he's played, and I don't think Thiago's been at his best, but he's the one you probably want to protect the most going into Sunday. Um, so that midfield, absolutely fine. I'm delighted Nunes started because I just want him to start every game. Firmino had to start with the, with the injury to Diaz. I think Firmino has to start. He's he's perfect for what they're looking to do. Um, I'm in that position to play. And I've, I've put forward the idea of Elliot playing there. Um, but Firmino's just, he's, he's great in there. You know, the, even help him back, and then he has that lovely bit of vision at times, you know. Um, and I suppose when I looked, when I seen Cavallo there, I, I just thought it's a big night. Ibrox is an intimidating place to go and play, but he grew into the game as it went on. And Elliot gets a goal towards the end, which we'll talk about, and really came to life in the second half. Couple of moments in the first half, but really came to life for me in the second half. So um, delighted for him. Um, but I want to talk about the first twenty. 20 minutes 20 just over 20 minutes because Liverpool were so poor and I'm not against going up to Ibrox and Liverpool are a bit shaky confidence wise and the way we're playing and you know just this 4-2-4 or 4-2-3-1 whatever way you want to look at it and I gave out stink on Sunday night about going away to Arsenal who are in good form are top of the league or were second in the league at the time but win to go top and I gave out to think about the fact that going out there and going gung ho and getting ahead of the ball and, you know, getting caught so early. So I, I wasn't against Liverpool going to Ibrox, despite this, what we perceived to be the standard of Rangers. I wasn't against the fact of, or the idea of coming out and settling into this game. Take your, take 15 minutes to settle in, see what they're about, see what they're trying to do, um, snuff it out, try to play our game from there and just quiet <coughs> in the crowd a bit and get ourselves comfortable comfortable in what we were trying to do wasn't against that but just settling in and getting yourself you know acclimatised to what's going on Um, but then there was what went on in the first 20 you know we weren't we weren't holding the ball up front we weren't winning in midfield they were getting down the side of us they were getting at us Um, just just wasn't right you know Ryan Kent has one that's that's not far away there's a there's a ball to um your man I want to, I just call him fashion because I I keep getting the second name wrong one to the back post there and you're kind of going still a bit ropey and the goal infuriated me you know Scott Arfield scores a goal and don't get me wrong it's a good run if you take it in in the context of what the midfielder does 
he anticipates that ball being won, he makes a good run, he gets a good ball, he takes a good touch and it's a really good finish. To go across Alisson like that and score is a really good finish. Don't take anything away from him. But when you look at what Liverpool done for that goal to make it 1-0, <coughs> um, Sakala, says O'Shea McGlinchey, yeah, fashion Sakala. Sorry, I, I keep getting it wrong. Um, but when you look at it from a Liverpool point of view, the ball's into Carvalho and, and he probably tries to do too much with it. And what I mean by that is he's trying to take it out of his feet inside and look to open up the game and probably holding it and looking for your fullback or something like that or just holding it and getting some support. Maybe you could throw it at Cavalio with that, okay? But when the ball is lost, you have Nunes is up front, you have Firmino beside him, okay? You have Carvalho's on the ball. You've got Elliot who's not in the worst position in the world. But Jordan Henderson is standing 15 yards ahead of the ball as a holding midfielder while Liverpool have the ball 35 yards from their own goal and I'm like what the fuck is he doing there Jordan Henderson should not be nowhere near up that, that far up the pitch he should be on line with where Fabinho is Fabinho is slightly ahead of the ball but he's probably looking for that ball inside okay Arfield makes a run and Henderson doesn't look at it and doesn't go with it okay so that's the fourth problem the ball, the, the, the ball across the box or the ball towards Arfield, Kanate sells himself um, by trying to get to it. If he holds his ground and lets Arfield get it, um, he probably gets himself in, a, in to an opportunity where he can um, where he can affect what Arfield's doing. Gomez can't get back across quick enough, and as I said, it's a good finish. But I was I was going mad over it because the two midfielders in there are meant to be the sort that you're never really ahead of the ball alright never really ahead of the ball unless you're on a massive break and you go ahead of the ball but Jordan Henderson should be 20 yards deeper and he should be an option for A. Carvalho or B. if it it gets to Fabinho he's the next man over and then you look to spring Elliot or into into Firmino's feet or or in behind for um, Nunes so the the fourth goal was awful or their, their only goal, sorry, I thought it was awful. And we got one nil down. Jonathan says first half is a shambles. Start like that against City, we could be three down. It was, do you know what? Not, not the whole first half. I thought the first 10. Yeah, listen, they were always going to come out. They were always going to have a go, try to be really intense, you know, move the ball quick, get the ball in, into their wide men. Yeah, it's, um, I've no problem with that. But th- as this went on, as this went on, it was it was um, it was ridiculous. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to bring him in here now. So just give me one second. Uh, let me see. Um, and boom, Emma. All right. How are you? Um, we haven't got too far. I was just talking about the the goal for Rangers, and I was just saying that you know, as much as it's a it's a good it's a good run, it's a good ball, good finish. Jordan Henderson for me is too far up the pitch. Kanate sells himself with the ball into Airfield. And after that he's he's in the middle of our goal with will um plenty Anchor of time space. and it's a good finish. But a, a lot of people in the chat are saying that the first half overall was appalling. I I wasn't against the ten minutes of sitting back at the start and just finding ourselves, but as it went on, Emma, it was like are we gonna start playing on any stage here? Are we going mm-hmm. to fucking start doing anything? Like were you were you getting a few of them vibes as well? <laughs> Um, yeah, look, it's always going to be tough going to Ibrox. No matter what anybody says, it's Scottish League or whatever. It's a, like an absolute cauldron. So that they're, they've got whatever, four, I think it's 48, 50,000 yeah. fans baying for red blood. Um, and then the, the players obviously will be buoyed by that. And they literally were just running around, pressing us all over the pitch. So it was kind of a, it was always going to be a kind of a having to all hands to the pump for the first while. But yeah, like you said, after a while, it was like, right, okay, we need to get our foot on the ball here now. Like we, they've they've had their little kind of spell of pressure, but I just think we we were running around like in sixes and sevens. We were playing balls that, like, it's it's hard it's hard to describe. It's just our passing. We weren't taking uh, enough care of our passing. We weren't looking after the ball well enough, and that's what it was. It was rushed passes, and then we're they were turning over possession. I don't know how many times, even Elliot, as good as a game he had in the first half, there was times he was just hooking the ball over his shoulder. Yeah. Uh, Henderson did it again. And, and all they're doing is they're, 
straight back to their defenders and then they're back down our throats again. So it was just screaming out for someone just to get the ball down and pass it around. Like, yeah. And but, but you see, like, well, we've been talking so much about Liverpool's game management and uh, applying themselves and is it, they haven't got the, in them anymore to run, but as I said, the first 10 minutes, if you're, if you're going to set yourself up in a way that you want to just get, ease yourself into the game, quiet the crowd a bit and stuff like that, fine. But Liverpool are letting Rangers on them too much where you're not going to quiet them down because if they keep getting a small bit of encouragement from stuff, they're going to just keep going. And this is going to go on for 20, 30, 40 minutes rather than 5 or 10. But I just, like, going to the goal itself, and I've explained to the people watching, but Emmett, I'm sorry, if you have Carvalho and you have Elliot, two youngfellas playing wide, right? You know you have Firmino's trying to play off Nunes. Henderson and Fabinho shouldn't be ahead of that ball. 40 yards, 35 yards, 40 yards in Liverpool's goal. Even if we have it, they should not be ahead of that ball. If And I said it there a minute ago. Henderson is way too far forward. Arfield runs off him and he just turns and jogs, starts jogging back as if someone else will do it. Now, don't get me wrong. Kanate is probably too rash trying to come out and cut out that ball and he gets done. But the two of them should be in front. Like if, if, if Henderson's 15 yards inside there, he cuts out Arfield, right, or 15 yards deeper. He cuts out Arfield for that, right? But if Cavalier doesn't lose the ball, it gets to Fabinho, it gets to Henderson, and you look at Elliot, and Elliot's in the prime position to break up the far end. You've got space to go into Firmino, and if Firmino comes short, you have the other option of going over the top for Nunes. But what is if we were going to play these two holding midfielders and four, essentially, forwards, you can't have Henderson weave the ball 40 yards from our goal. He's in the middle of the, par- middle of the park. You just can't. Well, that's the whole idea of a six is that you're sitting just in front of the of the back four and neither of them were there. Neither, I mean, Fabinho, Fabinho was out on the, the left wing and Henderson was being sucked towards the ball as well. But like you said, he was actually ahead of the ball. And the whole point is that you're you're behind the ball. Um, but um, yeah, it was just... I, I, I Arfield, for some reason, I, I always remember him scoring against us even at Bourne he's always done well he's just it is a great finish I don't think he kicks it right uh, but <coughs> it's a you great can't be finish given, it doesn't matter whether you're playing Rangers or whether you're playing Man City you can't be giving a team that amount of space in the middle of the park it's, yeah, it's not even like because when Carvalho gets dispossessed it kind of pings into someone and then it's pulled across it's kind of hurried you know it's a bit hurried than what, what's going on but for me if Henderson is where he's meant to be that ball doesn't reach Arfield. Well, he's running with Arfield anyway because he'll see him coming. And secondly, it doesn't get to him. And it, and then Kanate doesn't have to try intercept. But Kanate doesn't have to try intercept anyway. If Kanate holds where he is, like he's yeah. literally going right. It, it's literally Arfield stopping the ball twenty five yards goal, and Kanate is looking. He's looking down the barrel of Ibu uh, Kanate, and Kanate is going right. Come on, hey, come on. Let's go and see where you, where you want to go with this, and I'll, I'll snuff it out. But I think I think Henderson Canate are, are both at fault. I think Henderson's too far up the pitch. I think Canate sells himself a little bit. I'm a one nil down, and I was worried, Emma, because Rangers are no good. Rangers are no good, right? Um, but that crowd behind them, any little bit of encouragement, and the place goes fucking mental. You know that sort of way. But in fairness, Liverpool see it out it's a couple of minutes there where it's very fucking dodgy um, but they see it out and they get an equaliser and Firmino is and i seen it on Twitter someone said it's 2022 and Roberto Firmino is carrying Liverpool I didn't see this coming but it's a really good it's a really good header it's very very intelligent what he does I think Rangers are a bit poor in it I don't know if uh, it's, it's Tavernier I think is, is marking yeah, he steps away from the yeah from I think he could be a bit stronger um, but it was great to get a goal so soon because I didn't want that to go on 35-40 or even half time 1-0 down you're like this is going to be a fucking mitigated disaster but it was great to get the goal back wasn't it yeah I think uh, it's a very similar to goal Firmino got I think it might have been last season's Champions League I can't remember who it was against but it was oh, like, um, near, near, near post Inter header, header again. yeah that's right away at Inter yeah Robertson um, free corner yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's, he heads into he the far corner yeah yeah, he loves just getting across that from from Postley. Um, but it's look, he, it, the Rangers defender didn't help himself, but 
But you've seen Bobby scored all his goals so many times. I was cr- a cracking header, like just to get to it, like you know. What I mean? yeah, everybody's expecting them to be aiming for Canate, Van Dijk, Nunes, and there's Bobby popping up at the front post. But um, yeah, when we went one down, I took out my jersey. I've only ever wore this jersey once before, and it was a Champions League final. Oh, you're so you are. You are you, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. Like you don't drink our cups. You took the jersey off. You're stripping down naked. You realise you had your Liverpool boxers on for Christmas. Took them off as well. Just sitting bollock naked, bollock naked in in the gaff, refusing to drink at. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I went back home and we got the equaliser. I thought, no, maybe not. So, um, yeah, no, it was great to get back into it. And uh, I think, like you said, especially just before, you didn't want to be going in to halftime a goal down. Because, again, that gives them that halftime, the crowd are still singing through half. I mean, they were cheering every tackle, every throw-in, every every time they got the toe on a ball. And look, we're probably the, Anfield is probably the masters at that. We've done that to oh, yeah. other teams. Yeah. We've done it to Barcelona. Like, so yeah, we we've know done exactly. it to everyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, and it's not as... Everybody goes, this is Rangers, but it's it's different. And as much as we've had teams that are coming to Anfield that are probably likely to, or you would expect to be, no one expected us to beat Barcelona at that time. No. But it's the same kind of atmosphere that you're going into. It's it's just, it is the 12th man and they can make a difference. And just I'm just glad that we kind of, we kind of steadied the ship and they were always, they were never going to be able to keep up that pace. You say, no. we do say that about, some Premier League teams and again not to take away from Rangers it's probably not as high a standard as the Premier League but there was absolutely not a hope in hell they were going to keep up that, that pressure and that pressing for that <clears throat> but, the, but the only thing that would have kept them up uh, was the fact that Liverpool kept giving them the ball or, or hesitating on stuff and missing passes and and as much as that as much as it takes out them chasing and doing that it takes a lot out of you if you're not hitting the right pass or you're Dithering on fucking things, and they're they're not quite getting on top of you, but it gets into your head, and all of a sudden you get dragged down to that level. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is getting dragged down to a level. Like let's not fucking mix our words here. Rangers level is nowhere near Liverpool's level, so they are looking. And and Klopp said it before when he's been at Liverpool. We need to drag them down to where level. And what he means with that is what we're really good at. We're going to drag them down and make them do that. And Rangers would have loved that to become a big scrap in midfield and tackles flying in and balls fucking flying out for throw-ins near the corner flag and everyone fucking put, you know squeezing in on Liverpool and see what happens. But to get that goal, I thought was um, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Andy Kaufman says tonight is sweeter than a Keith Plunkett ballad. Um, I wouldn't go that far. Keith Plunkett's ballads are fucking exceptional. Well, look, um, we've, can I just say we've we've spoken an awful lot about this team being tired, mm. and there's nothing worse than having to chase the ball. And what happens is is when they're pressing you, you're making passes that probably aren't a hundred percent on, which means it's coming straight back at you. Which means you're having to chase your man. So if you are already tired. You're only making yourself even worse yeah. having to chase and chase and chase. Yeah. So it, it it does just need somebody to get the foot on the ball and and just keep it for a while rather than just pinging it straight back to them. Yeah, and I think it's playing into their hands big time. Yeah, and, and I think you're seeing in the second half when we get into it, Liverpool start keeping the ball a bit better and start moving it a bit better and committing Rangers in you know little deft little touches and stuff like that. Um, I think was. Just kind of opened Rangers up a little bit. Uh, 260 watching, 96 likes. So try to get that to 200 if you can. Uh, John almost be in the house because the first unlike is there now. Um, so he must have hit the unlike button just as he arrived in. Fair play to him. Love the commitment, John. Um, but look, it's it's one all at half time. And I actually thought he might make a change. I genuinely did. I thoroughly might make a change in one of the wide areas. He's done it a few times with Carvalho. He's got 45 and he's whipped him. Um, but he doesn't. He sticks with it. He knows he has his five subs, so he's probably thinking, let this go for 15 and see what happens. Um, and Liverpool come out at the start of the second half and I think it's a, it's a bit of a slow start again, if I can remember right. And I'm trying to remember loads here because there's another fucking seven goals or something to, to talk about. Um, or six, sorry. Um but I have to give huge credit for this goal that we score, right? On a number of levels. One, Elliot's touch is brilliant, right? Because it would have been easy for him to be bundled over or try to take it inside and protect it, but he doesn't. It's a lovely little touch to Gomez. Gomez gallops down the right, but it's measured. It's not like he's just flying because he, he's not even running full pelt. You'll see him. That is not Joe Gomez at full speed. Um, he gets down there. 
Firmino p- p- picks up a brilliant position off the back of the defender. And Gomez hits a fucking great ball into him. Like, it's a it, it's a bit unorthodox the way he does it. But it's a brilliant ball into him. First time, left foot finish under the keeper. And I wasn't worried for a second after that, Emma. Because I, not only because we'd gone 2-1 up, but the type of goal we've just scored there, it was like, you know, um, muscle memory was starting to come back. As yeah. a fan, never mind a, a player that scored a goal, or the way we scored a goal. Muscle memory as a fan started coming back there. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I was absolutely delighted and I fucking love Bobby from you know. <laughs> I really do. I love him. Yeah, it was a, it was kind of a, a Joey Alexander Gomez ball into the box, wasn't it? Yeah, it was brilliant. And and another typical Bobby finish as well. Jono says, Gav, I'm starting to take it personally. You keep saying I oh, unlike the vids. I always show the channel love. There's two unlikes now there, Jono. Um I'm always gonna blame you on one of them. Um, if that's okay, even though I probably know it's not you, but um, I'm definitely blaming you. But I know who the other person is, um, because the other person has told me they do this and they don't like us. So um, that's definitely uh, John O'Muller. No, it's definitely someone that does not like us. Um, genuinely, he told me one day, which is great crack. And I just I'm amazed that they keep doing it. But as I said, I love the commitment. Um, but it gets us two one up, Emma. It gets us two one up, and you know what? Uh, yeah, I just wasn't worried. I just wasn't worried. And he's on some run, isn't he? Where would we be without him? <laughs> um, and he was supposed to leave in the summer. Like, we, Look, you'll you'll get people say, ah, somebody else would have scored him. But look, he, he's my favourite. And I think I think he's probably Keith. And I'm not sure if Sean, he said he's his favourite as well. But he's my favourite player um, of the, the club here. I know he's there just before him. But... Um, I love him, yeah. He's just when he's on form, like he just when they say that when he plays well, we win basically. Um, and he, he, I just see him kind of. I've always said that I'd like to see him maybe his his position change slightly, not an out and out number nine. Well, he was never really an out and out number nine, but more of a if we're going to be changing formation for him to be kind of playing just behind Nunes in in a tree, say, um, in more of a ten role and. He has played a few times there in recent games, and look, he's, he's getting the goals. <laughs> Maybe he needed to change. Maybe there's not as much responsibility on his shoulders as what you would class as being our, our goal scorer or number nine. Um, that he's he has a little bit more freedom in, in the games. How um, how crucial is he? And I don't mean only the goals, because when I look at him. I think he might have a massive say on how other players get themselves back into f- form, i.e. Salah. I think he'd have a really big say on this kind of run Nunes is starting to go on. Because he's, I think he's a good foil for Nunes. That, that movement that Nunes has across the back line and stuff... Bobby's the sort of fella that can pull people away and make space for them passes to Nunes or find them himself, as you see later yeah. on in the game. Plus, he always, I think he always kind of plays well with Jota. I think Jota likes playing with him. So how big is he? And and then, as that forward person, he can't. He, he's very good at dropping off and hounding a defensive midfielder from the opposition. So how big is he? could he be in... in regards to the other players around them, plus the system that we're trying to implement here, when we might need to just drop someone in, like we've done in a 4-3-3 before, where he's, the forward drops in and says, right, I'll drop in there and do that. But now he has another fellow ahead of Manny, even when he drops yeah. in. And it kind of gives him more uh, more kind of freedom to do that, dropping in with somebody ahead. Mm. But I mean, you have to, like, I think he could, I think he'd be, he could be massive. Like, yeah, you go back to 17, 18, and like, he was part of that front three. I'm not sure whether that front three works as well without Bobby. What's to say there can't be a resurgent in Bobby now in a, in a front four where it's, yeah. you know I mean, there's not as much responsibility on him. But you're right in my just saying that when he's dropping in there or he's he's pulling defenders away, there's nobody better than a little cheeky ball through into the box. For, we've seen it countless times for Mane and, and Salah. And that could be where, and like you said, we'll talk a bit later, where Nunes picks up his, his playing off the shoulder of the of the centre-half and Bobby just playing a little ball through. 
for him. That's where he's going to pick up. I, I think <laughs> Stephen Lennon says for me, no, um, yeah. I think I think it could be crucial. I really do, yeah. and I, I think it should be a case that he's he becomes that kind of ten role more so than mm. in a four three three. Yeah, um, great comment here from uh, I want to say Sukbeer Second, and I hope I've said that right. Was that sparky enough for Deepmar Hamann? <laughs> yes, it was. Um, oh, listen, the more abuse Deepmar Hamann gets, the better for me. Um, he's getting volleyed around the place about them, uh, because of a Sky Sports reporter. But um, enough, yeah, listen, that's the way it goes. But yeah, I think that might have been sparky enough. Um, Sorry, I just want to read this comment from Gareth. He says, Gav, can you please give a mention to massive Reds fan Leona Harper, who's being buried tomorrow after the, cr- the crease lock disaster on Friday? I was at the wait tonight and the house is full of LFC stuff. So, yeah, listen, um, Leona Harper, um, it'll be very emotional tomorrow, as it has been, I think, already this week for, for a couple of funerals. And, um, you know, she, you, we've seen pictures of Leona as, and, you know, in Liverpool jersey and you know what, she's been buried tomorrow, way too young, way too young and um, everyone, uh, I, I said this the other night but I'll say it again, everyone at the LFC Day Trippers passes on the condolences to um, Leona's family and, and all the other families affected by people they've lost and you know, families that live in that area that have been affected by that tragedy so yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to give that a shout out and um, rest in peace to Leona and everyone else. Um who's soon it will be this week or probably into next week as well. Um, 2-1. And like I said, I'm not I'm not overly worried. But I want, uh, something happened straight after 2-1, right? And I think it epitomises what's going on in Liverpool at the minute. Liverpool go two goals to one up and it does a tip off, right? And Rangers, it goes back to a Rangers player. And it ends up getting played forward and I think it might be Harvey Eddie the hooks one over his head just to get rid of it, which is fine. He's under pressure. And the Rangers fellow wins a header and it's going towards, it's in between Gomez and Kanate. No one else really near them. And I think Kanate calls for it and Gomez comes across and heads it. Right? Much more difficult header to, you know, get distance on. Or, or And he puts it back in the area and he gets headed back again. And Kanate, instead of heading it then, lets it bounce. As if he's going to let it run through. Signals towards Allison to come and get it. When the ball hasn't even gone into the box yet. Hesitates. Gives it back to Allison. Allison has to clear it. Now, it's a really small thing. But I was looking at it going, hold on. Any other time we watch Liverpool play, right? Kanate shouts for that and just heads that. A fucking mile. Right? Or... In a situation where the ball's going over Kanate, he either takes that down and passes it, or he heads it back to Allison. There's no, there's no kind of um, stopping or second guessing yourself, and it was just something where I thought that's still in us. That little bit of hesitation is still in us, and that's what's putting us under pressure. And um, if we're doing that at the back for simple things like that, we're most definitely doing it in midfield when it comes to will I give that pass. We're definitely doing that in wide positions where. Will I put him in or will I cross it? There's indecision still there. And we, we, it actually started coming out of the team as the game went on. Maybe because of personnel and, and, and the scoreline. But it's just something to watch. And I think um, I think it's something that if we can get out of our game, just make decisive decisions, we, we'd be under a lot less threat no matter who we play. So it was just something we noticed straight after 2-1. When, when, when we have that hesitation or that indecision, it's... It slows the game down, and we're we're not great when the the game is slow. Mm. Our best football is quick one two touch football, and, and 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 even this season, as bad as we've been in games, there's been flashes of five ten minutes where we start pinging it around a bit, and we thought, and it, it, there's been a lot of false dawns where you think, oh, here we go, that's it now, the shackles are, and then we go back into the indecision. Not only what you've said there with Gomez and Canate, but. There was a couple of instances in the second half with even Van Dyke where yeah. I think he let he, he actually comes and one bounces over his head. Yeah. Um, there's another one where it's just a, a regular kind of routine kind of header where he would normally, he just goes up and he nods it down to either Robertson or Simicas or somebody in midfield and he heads it straight out of play. And it's just like, it, there's, a, there's a serious lack of confidence, yeah. uh, if you ask me. And I think that's, 
in that kind of Gomez Canate situation. There's a nervousness about them. Yeah. They're like they don't want to be the next person to make to a make mistake. mistake. They're not, yeah. they're not assured. We're not assured mm. in, in defense as we as and and I think was it. I was watching it on Virgin Media too, um, and I think it was either a halftime or before the game, and they're saying that the the Liverpool uh, the Liverpool defense is a shambles. Uh, now it, it is, but like it's when you hear it, it, like compared to what was last year or the year before, and it's just like I th- we I thought we got rid of that when we signed Van Dijk and whatever, and like he came in and had that big massive impact on the team. It's it's scary to hear people talk about our defense being a shambles again. Yeah. I thought I thought those days were behind us. Yeah, it's just um, it, it it's just I think and I listen. I don't mind if if say Van Dijk comes out and he would usually jump and he just headed down to a fullback or into a midfield. I don't care if he heads that thirty yards down the pitch out for a throw in mm-hmm. because I'd rather him just make a decision and head it. You know, rather than oh, will I head it? Will I not? Will I let it come across? like turning their body and letting the ball run past them? That's a that's an absolute model for someone to just nip in the other side of you and take it off you, or you have to take them down and you're off. You know what I mean? Uh, you walk through any public park on a Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. and whether it's under eights, under nines, under seventeens, eighteens, or even seniors, when a ball gets played into defence like that, the first thing you'll hear somebody on the shout, yeah. sideline will shout was. Don't let it bounce. Yeah. Now bounce. Yeah. And we, we did that a few times today. Yeah. Um, but listen, um, there was bits, but I think it kind of went down as the game went on. And it, look, again, we have to say it and we have to look at the opposition, but you beat what's in front of you. And it, you know, if we've won the, we've won the game by Jesus, a huge amount, right? But it's just the confidence that you get. And little, little, little percentages of improvement is where you could, where you start with. You know, because I think we've been quite low for a lot of this season. So uh, those little percentages are good. Um, it's like you said, muscle memory. You hope yeah. it starts kind of yeah. even, even, and I know we'll get on to even some of the finishes later on in, in from someone that probably hasn't scored as many as he should have. It seemed like the old person. Do you know what I mean? It's like ah, oh, he's 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 remembered how to do it. And and we've spoken at the start of, at the start of the game where a fifty thousand uh, stadium in Oibrach. Oibrox of fans absolutely behind their team the one thing I would say about them as well is is when their team goes behind they're gone they, they do a complete 180 yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, that is important as well as the, when we went 2-1 up and then maybe the third one is they completely yeah. dropped off Key Plunkett says what's the story lads great result um, being sweating all day that we've been beaten by this, this shower of shite bring on City the gang of shite backs <laughs> okay um, yeah fair enough Keith um, but look it goes three and I'm trying to remember these goals now I'm going to be honest but Nunes. it goes three and Nunes gets one again and I think it's so unselfish from Bobby for me. No, he could have just said, I'm going in, I'm just going to let this run across me and I'm just going to go for it. But he doesn't, he just does a little flick to him and goes, Here, you just lock that in. And it's a good finish, really calm, because we've seen what have we said about Nunes, especially in probably this game last week in particular. Snatching, lashing up balls, hitting up this one. He just goes, No, I'm not falling, I'm not playing this game anymore with Adam McGregor. And he just rolls it across him into the far corner and um, it makes a 3 1. And it's again, it's another goal from right, um, two and two. And I know it's you know, small sample size, but it's still two and two. He's playing up front, he's learning more and more about the players around him. and. I was delighted from I was delighted from Emma because I just want them to play every game now. Yeah. The, uh, it's look, I'm in a lot of WhatsApp groups and, and like Jesus, five, ten minutes into the game it's like, oh this Nunez is this and that and I'm like I, sometimes you, you just have to mute them. Mm. Um but he it wasn't his best game. Um he did give away balls, but they all give away balls. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So and nobody talks about anybody else's price tag. Yeah. It's a horrible thing to have hanging over it. and let's face it, he's a young fleece. He's 22, 22 or 3, isn't he? Yeah. Still only young. 22, um, I want to say. Yeah. Maybe so 23. Still only, still only a young like, do you know what I mean? But um, he sticks in there, like, do you know what I mean? He was getting stuck in. Uh, uh, I thought the referee at the at the start was giving freeze that weren't freeze and not giving freeze that were freeze. And I thought at one stage there, he, he was going to lose his head a little bit. Yeah. Kind of threw his hands up he was, in the he air. Was getting, he was getting in a couple of... He gets um, frustrated. 
tangles with Goldson and, and you're kind yeah. of going, is that really a free Goldson was getting a couple of decisions against him? You're like, I tell you, there's one where your man, Ryan, it's Ryan Jack, isn't it? Ryan yeah. Jack went, went sliding in. Yeah. continued on after the ball went and he caught Nunes. Yeah. And it was like, that's actually, a, like in this day and age, that's a foul. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Maybe 10 years ago it wasn't. But um, you just it's great to see that he, he's kind of keep it. He has learned. And he's, I think he's even said he ha- himself that he's learned. Yeah. But like he will get, he's going to come up against more kind of, Burly defenders that are going to try and test them, but look, he stuck in there, and he got his reward. Yeah, um, <coughs> we make a raft. That's his last touch, I think. Um, yeah, nine minutes, wasn't it? Um, he he comes off. Salah comes on. Jota comes on for who did Jota come on for? Cavalio was it? Um, I'm just gonna mute. Here's a bit of noise in the back. Yeah, um, I look up the subs now. But Salah comes on. You have um, Jota comes on. Andy Robinson comes on. Thiago comes on. Um, I just want to make sure I have this right, so I'm not. Um, I'm not. Let me see. Yeah. So you had got Robinson come on in 68, along with Thiago, Salah. Jota comes on in 73. Milner comes on in 79. But we bring on. We bring on those couple of players to freshen things up, and it was great to see Robertson back in the team um, because he's been out for a little while. It was great to see him in. Um, Thiago coming in for the last whatever, great. Jota coming on, great. You know, Salah coming on, and um, Salah's needed a goal. Um, he's needed a goal, and I don't think the keeper, you know, I don't think the keeper's great for this goal, but it's proper Salah, isn't it, where there's a bit of movement and he, he's, you know, it's a tight situation. He manages to get out of it and just scores. And, you know, I did. Oh, the game was over, but I, I kind of looked at him and I went, yeah, he needs that as well. doesn't matter how it goes in. If it ends 4-1 and we have Nunes scoring, we have Bobby scoring, we have Salah scoring, I'm I'm absolutely absolutely all right with that. But uh, he just keeps going then. <laughs> he just keeps going. Fastest hat-trick in Champions League history. Is it? Six minutes, 12 seconds. Yeah, I think okay. uh, Lewandowski had the the quickest perform, I think. Was ah, eight minutes. okay. Didn't know that. Didn't know uh, that. Yeah. And, um, but the interesting thing is, and somebody else mentioned it earlier on the chat as well, is that when he comes on, he actually plays a, a little bit more central yeah. than he has. No, he's been. playing on the edge of that corner of that box. Yeah. That's yeah. where the starting position is. Yeah. Every time he tries to get it, he's in there. And when he gets in there, look what happens. I'm saying of weeks. Yeah, play him out wide, but you need to find a way when you're playing football to get Mo Salah on the corner of that box, and that's a starting position, and he can go across the box, he can go outside you, he can go directly at you, and he can just unleash your left foot at you. Um, I think it's hugely important, Emma. I really, really do. Yeah, no, he he came on, and like I, th- I think you said on a pod the other night, that's where you want to see him yes. play. But he 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 was kind of he was playing between the. Within the 18 yard box, the width yeah. of the 18 yard box, yeah. and you still had Elliot playing out where you would normally have Salah. Um, and that's look, I'm sure we'll talk about him if anybody deserved a goal tonight. I thought it was Elliot, mm. but um, but even even the types of goals that Salah scored tonight it was kind of like it, it made you it reminds you of the old Salah, even that mm. where he's surrounded. I think it's his second goal, yeah, he's surrounded, and you're thinking, ah, he's at the second, waiting too long here. And next while he just well, I don't know what the keeper's doing now. <laughs> Um, I don't think sec- he's expecting them to shoot. I think he's expecting no. them to square it. The second one, especially, the second one, especially, he it's nearly behind them and he kind of scoops it a little bit. Yeah. And I'm looking going, where the fuck is McGregor gone? You know, now it goes in, I was delighted, but I was genuinely going, that goalkeeper does not know where his goal is. He couldn't have. He just couldn't have. But I, it, I think it looked like he was going to square it across because it was, uh, I don't know whether it was Carvalho or. Maybe he maybe, took a step that way, yeah, thinking it, it, yeah. it gets squared and he's in a better position. But he, he made him look a bit, it made him look a bit foolish because it wasn't the strongest of shots. But yeah. he just kind of, maybe Salah gave him the eyes. I'm not too sure. But like you said, when you think he's that crowded, you think he's going to try to get a pass off, but he manages to get away. But you're right, though. The hat trick goal he gets, that's proper Salah. And that's yeah. all about. What Liverpool used to love doing was concentrate something on one side and then bang, get it to Salah really quickly. And if you can get him to him quickly in that area on that corner of the box, he's going to, he's going to get players one on one. He's going to isolate players, and they don't, they can't get too close because he he kill them. And then he gets inside and he puts it across the keeper. The keeper is not even diving at this one, and that makes it six. So little backlift when he does when he comes yeah. in from there, you, you, you literally <laughs> blink and you miss it. It's it's whatever way he does it. 
he just disguises the fact that he takes it really early and he disguises the fact that he's actually having a shot. Mm. Very little backlift. There's very little backlift on his second as well. Um, and that's very hard for a keeper to read. Like, And mm. like you said, it can, it can make keepers look silly because they're, they're beaten before they even know they're beaten. Yeah, no, it, really, it was really good. And that's 6-1 and you're kind of going, fucking hell, where's this going now? Um, Elliot gets his goal after a long, long wait and... I was watching on BT and it was McManaman and I tried to zone out as much as I possibly can. Um, it's a good move. It's a good move down the left. We kind of keep it. Thiago slots in um, Salah. Um, Salah puts it across to Jota, who I don't know what he's trying to do. He should just bury it, but he doesn't. I think he, he tries to take a touch. Keeper gets so it, comes out and Elliot knocks it in and it's offside. And I'm like, for what? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then when they showed a replay, I'm like, no, that's a goal. I don't know why they're waiting so long. But great for him as well, though. It's his first Champions League goal. Um, and, and he deserved it. He I deserved think. it. Especially, I, I felt on his, I, I think he was probably the one little bright bit in the first half, bar the goal for me, you know. I think Elliot was the one that was trying a few bits and looked a little bit of a threat. And in the second half, um, in the second half, I thought he was really good. Keith uh, says he has a hot question. Did Rangers take down the picture of the Queen from the changing room and replace her with King Charles, or have they got both? I'd say they bought both. I'd say they have both. But we, we, why don't we ring them? We should ring Rangers tomorrow and see what the story is on the on the amount of pictures hung in the dressing room. Um, By the sounds of Keith's messages, I think we should get Keith to ring them now. Mm, so do I. I think Keith might be on the. I don't think Keith's on the milk tonight. I'm just going to say it out loud. Um, uh, Passio had to listen to Andy Townsend was probably just as bad I don't mind Townsend McManaman though Jesus um, but Elliot gets that goal look it's really good for him and you know something they're human beings at the end of the day you know we expect them to turn up and play like robots every day and they are human beings and you know something that a little thing like that for Elliot there's little there's little you know um, landmarks from him all the time you know, he scores when it was his grand, one of his grandparents passed away and he scores that goal against Bournemouth. He's got his late goals. You know, it's his first goal in the Champions League. These little things are huge for him, especially off the back of that injury last season. He'd be chalking these things off that he probably felt he should have got last season. And he's behind and he's probably pushing himself to um, tick these off as quick as he can. And, and you know what? Um, I, I'm, I'm really, really happy for him. And that's 7-1. And like I said, Ibrox is empty now. Liverpool fans are having a lovely time. How much do you take out of this victory, though? Because we play Man City on Sunday. Um, Pep is trying to tell us that Haaland is fucking tired or something like that, and he's definitely 100% playing. Um, he's also come out and said it's the toughest test in world football going to Anfield. Uh, most definitely the toughest test in the Premiership anyway, going to Anfield. But what do we take from tonight? Do we take confidence from this? Do we... Do we? We're gonna have to, the team are gonna have to sit down and look at a few things that happened there tonight, and still go look. That has to cut out. That has to cut out. But I could kind of see the confidence coming back into us from probably 55, 60 minutes on to me. When we go two one, and then we go even when we go two one, I thought the confidence came back into us, and we started to look not completely like ourselves, but even the likes of Nunes looked like he was understanding more. Cavallo kind of came out of himself, and that can only be good for Sunday, can't it? Yeah, um, it, we can get confidence from it, but I don't think the Klopp and the background, they're not going to allow them to get carried away with themselves. Like, Let's not forget, we beat Bournemouth 9-0 at one stage this season. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of baby steps. I think you're right. With the, the last half hour or so of the, the game, we kind of nearly started stroking it about. You don't know how much that's to do with us being a lot more confident and then probably Rangers thrown in the towel at the same yeah. time. Do you know what I mean? But you can only beat what's in front of you. Um, but we were, we were, our diagonal balls were coming back. We were playing balls out to the weight. Like, the balls that were getting intercepted in the first half and maybe kind of disheartening you, everything was kind of landing where you wanted it to land in the second half. Yeah. Um, but it can, yeah. It's only a kind of a feel-good factor. But again, look, the professional footballers, they'll gain confidence from tonight, but they know that the, the test on Sunday is going to be a hell of a lot tougher yeah. than what they face tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of watching that game tonight, and I, I can't see us. I don't know how we go into that 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 game of far forwards. I just I just can't, and only because Fabinho doesn't look himself, Henderson doesn't look himself, and Thiago. It's probably the one you can rely on the most at the minute. Although he hasn't been out of this world. 
he's probably the one you can rely on the most. But I'd worry for Liverpool with Rodri, De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva in there against two of those three. Even if Firmino's dropping back, I think I think he might go back to the four three three. He has to we, match them up. The good, the beauty of it is, and we spoke about this on the fat back four, and Shawnee in particular was saying, just keep us guessing. If we're guessing, the opposition yeah. is guessing. There's so only- now. Pep has a decision to make. What way are we setting up on Sunday? He's not going to know. Yeah. And the only thing is, um, the only thing I would say is that, and someone said it in the chat earlier, they said City are leaking a few goals as well. Like It's not like they're watertight themselves. Do you know what I mean? I think so they've conceded the same amount as us, have they? Yeah, maybe. I think they have. Do we, do we go out and do, do we go out and go? You see, we could go out with the attitude of nothing to lose and they we could lose. You know, and we do have something to lose. Like, that whole nothing to lose thing is probably fucking a myth. It really is when you're at this standard of football. But, like, yeah, maybe keeping them guessing. Um, but, I'd, I'd, you see, I'd worry, if we, I'd worry if we sat back against them because of the fact that they have in the middle of the, in, in the, middle of the goal. Well, they, have the cap- they have the capability. They have the capability of just putting the ball anywhere in that box yeah. and yeah. he's just fucking there. Yeah. So would we be, would we be better off in saying, Do you know what? Let's just go for them, and we we just have to go for them and and try pin them in in some way and cut off everything we can to yeah, him. Cut off the supply to him, yeah. anyway. Yeah, uh, Jonathan says we can start slowly. Sunday we could be two down after twenty. Yeah, I do. Uh, Sam feels that Klopp will stick with this system if he done it this way away to Arsenal. He will do it at home to City. We done it away to City before as well and drew one all. Yeah, we're in a lot it's better form. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a lot different than I. I don't know. It, it, I suppose as the week goes on, we I'll probably fucking change my mind four or five times on it, you know. Um we're doing a show on Friday, doing a preview of this game and no doubt what I'm saying tonight, I'll say the exact opposite on Friday, because I usually wake up on Friday and then I go, Oh no, I think I was wrong there, didn't I? I, I might go this way and it's just one of those games. Stephen Lennon says it's a shootout. It could be. It could be one of those where Liverpool could just go for them and they could go for us and you know, I think We've seen that before where we've gone end-to-end and it ends one-all because of some fucking superb defending and um, last-ditch stuff. But I think if this was a shoot, this could end up with fucking... This could end up four-all um, because I think... I think it could be a Haaland sort of new now shootout and I think if I think if either of them get chances, they'll bury them. So it'll be interesting. But look, it's only Wednesday night. We've well, when, like, I just... I don't... Look, yeah, we're not in great form and I, I don't think she have played amazingly this season either other than like Haaland's goals. Yeah. But um, in the last five, six years, when hasn't this game had the ability <coughs> of going either way? Yeah. Like, we, we could go out and smash them 4-0 on Sunday. Mm. They could smash us 4 or 5-0. Yeah. It could be a one-all draw. It could be a nil-all draw. Yeah. Um, but that's the way it's been for the last five, six years. So as, as it's not a derby. And everybody says United Liverpool's not a derby. It's not a derby. But form goes out the window for these games. Like yeah. we saw uh, this but, but the Arsenal fairness, game didn't play great on Sunday, but yeah. I don't think form I don't think form does I don't think form does go out the window in this one. I don't think it does because the form of these two teams is usually fucking brilliant. And you usually get like you don't really see bad Liverpool City games. Hmm. You know? Um, there's a couple of things there. Um, as long as it's not the COVID result when they stuck, I think it was five, wasn't it? They beat us five now, empty stadium. Yeah, as they beat us four one that. or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John O'Feels, we should play the way we did back in '78. The impure counter attack and Darwin play him on the left with Bobby through the middle. Uh, I just, I don't fancy just going in there unless, unless we think that Bobby can stand on Rodri and. Two of the midfield three can look after Bernardo and De Bruyne, but De Bruyne is going. De Bruyne is going to spend his time trying to get as close to their right hand forward as he can, along with the right back and trying to overload and get that ball into Holland. That's what he's going to try to do. So if Liverpool have anything about them, they're going to make sure that they do not let him go wide. If he ends up wide with the ball, you make sure you send them backwards or inside. You have to, otherwise that because that's what they look for all the time is the overload on either side, particularly with. De Bruyne, who can put a ball anywhere, and Haaland will be there. You know, he's a, he's like fucking. I don't know what he's like in the boxes, legs and fucking heads everywhere, and um, that he's going for. But listen, it's gonna it, it could be one of those. We could be two down after twenty. We could be two up after twenty. You don't know. You really don't. Um, 
but let's let's see. And and sorry, it was somewhere somewhere there. Um, uh, John says we're in shift form, but even Pep still said this is still the hardest game for City. He would be approaching Liverpool like it's the prime and Liverpool, and mm-hmm. yeah, Pep can overthink these as well. In fairness to him, he can come out and go, "Oh, I'm playing Haaland up front, and I'm playing." fucking something mad like on the right hand side or I'll put an extra midfielder in there you never know what he's going to do but if Pepper's anything about me probably try overload us in the middle of that park and then see where he goes from there but uh, man of the match tonight Elliot for me hmm. okay um, it's a tweet between himself and Bobby but I have to give it to Elliot because I think he was thrown in again in the Inter game last year in the Champions League and probably didn't have the best of games nope. we, he had a, a particularly Probably the standout in the in the first half, even though there wasn't, it didn't have to do much to stand out. Mm. But certainly in the second half, it just his first touch in a lot of cases is absolutely ridiculous. Like the way he kind of gets it out of his feet early yeah. and kind of spinning like these. I know it's Rangers, but he's done it to other players as well. These seasoned pro adult men. I know he's an adult himself now, eighteen or nineteen or whatever. But he just looks so comfortable on a football pitch. It looked like he's been here before, yeah. basically. Okay, I have to give it to Firmino because he gets that goal that changes the game in a massive way. If that goes, if that goes to 30, 35, 40 minutes, I think we're in trouble. Um, so I have to give it to him. But I know where you're going with Elliot. Um, I, I really like him. Good in the first half. I thought he was really good second half. <clears throat> um, before we go, let me see. Oh yeah. The LFC Day Trippers beanie hats. Um, they've been ordered. They will be with us f- around the fourth of December, and we'll be posting them out ASAP. There is a very, very limited amount of this. We've only done this as a test to see a um, how we can get them and how quick we can get rid of them. Um, so there's a very limited amount. All right. If the link is in the description there for our Linktree account, so if you click on that link for Linktree, you will see everything you need to know about the Day Trippers. Uh, all our socials, our videos, our latest videos, our YouTube, our audio, our LinkedIn, everything is in the one link. But the very top of that link, when you click it, is the beanie hats. As I said, they're, they're brilliant. If you if you know anything about WeAreLiverpool.ie, the quality of our stuff is excellent. There's one of their beanies there that he makes. Um, but I have two of them. And the, WeAreLiverpool.ie, the stuff is excellent, excellent quality. So I know the quality of what we're getting. The design is really good. And as I said, very, very limited run. So if you want them, there's a couple gone already. So if you want them and you want to pre-order, what will happen is you'll pre-order, you'll pay for them. As soon as they come in, they're going to get posted straight back out to you. So go and check them out. The link is in the description. And um, keep your head warm over Christmas and stuff like that. Um, the competition that we have running um, for Bookmakers TV, um, we done it last night where you had to put secret into the comments after the show. There is a tweet on our Twitter page about this competition. If you follow us and Bookmakers TV, you're in with a chance to win a mystery box from the Mystery Short Company. You can do that on Twitter to get yourself an entry. So follow them and you get yourself an entry, right? That's one thing. Or what were, Bobby is the word tonight. So after the show, put Bobby into the comments. And if you've done Secret last night and you've done Bobby tonight and you've done Follow them on Twitter. You'll get three entrants. It's simple as that. Um, it closes at noon tomorrow where we'll take all the names. We'll put them into a hat. We might have to record a video doing the draw just to show you how it works and everything was okay. And then, um, yeah, it was all good. Um, someone will win that. If they win, we'll verify it with you. There's ways of verifying on YouTube, um, I've heard. And then we'll get that sent out to you via Bookmakers TV. Gamble responsibly, but if you if you do like using if you do like gambling, check out Bookmakers TV because they provide you with all the best offers if you're signing up for an account with the Bookmakers, but also the best prices on all different things going on like football. You can it's like a compare website. It's brilliant, and um, but it do gamble responsibly. Um, <laughs> anything else before we go? What are you laughing at? Keith's definitely on the points. Yeah, you think Milner will start on? Uh... Right, yeah, right no, back. he's just trying to wind me up now. Um, <laughs> go away. Um, anything else before we go, Emma? No, no. no I, I was dreading Sunday. I'm not, not, I'm not getting overly confident yeah. after tonight. But it, it'll show that we can still do it. Do you know what I mean? It's still there. We still have it. So 
Uh, if anyone lives in Liverpool and, and um, plays golf, get in contact with me, will you? Um, I, I asked that in the Telegram group earlier and no one responded to me. There is a reason why I'm asking. So um, if you're not in the Telegram group, but you're in Liverpool and you like golf, let me know. I just have an idea for when I go over there and I wanted to run up by a few people. Um, nothing else from me. That has been full-time Reds. Rangers won. Liverpool, seven. That's seven in brackets. Um more or less sewing up the Champions League group now. We've qualified out of it, but we need a point um, to qualify. Um, tomorrow, we should have a viewer's voice. Again, I haven't lined up anyone for that yet, but I'll do it tonight or tomorrow. Friday, we will have the Premier League forecast. I'm on that. I'm on tomorrow as well. Um, nothing on Saturday and possibly two. Definitely the Fatback for Sunday, but possibly two games on uh, two shows on Sunday. After the Man City game, hit the like button on your way out. If you've hit one like just to bug the shit out of me, take it off. I leave it there. It doesn't matter. Whatever. And um, subscribe because if you subscribe, it helps us. Honestly, it helps us to bring you this content that we do for free. It helps us to continue bringing you that for free. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.